is this Star Wars? Like, is this <laughs> is this what people are like spending billions of dollars on? Is yes. this this is Star Wars? Okay, and we're proud. <laughs> Welcome to Heinously Uninformed, where we recap the latest episode of the second season of The Mandalorian. I'm Caroline, and I can name three Star Wars movie titles, and I don't know what a Mandalorian is. And I'm Albert, a lifelong Star Wars fan. Hello, and welcome back to Heinously Uninformed. Caroline's shrugging right now. I, (laughs) yeah. You can't hear her shrug, but you can see it. I'm shrugging a lot right now. Uh, That's unfortunate. I'm, I got a big old smile from, from ear to ear and I have, I pulled out my Boba Fett poster. I'm, I'm giddy like a kid again. This is shocking to me. You're, it's shocking? It's shocking. What is shocking? Okay. What, what do you, I mean, Okay. Let's let's hear it, Carolyn. Initial impressions of season two, episode six, chapter fourteen, the tragedy. Is that what it was called? I didn't even catch the title. Dude, uh, when that title po- popped up, I was just like, "Oh no, something!" I literally said out loud, "Oh no, something bad's gonna happen this episode." Oh my god. Okay, well I missed that. Uh, you, wait, I- Caroline. That's impossible. If you're watching the show, it literally fills up the whole frame for like 10 seconds. Okay, so I was waiting for the title because I know that it that's the only place you can see it is when it's on screen. Uh, and I was looking for it. I don't know if I like looked away for two seconds to write something down, even though I don't have any early notes. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, if you want to know how I felt about the episode, same as last week. No tension. There was no, no, no tension. No, 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 no. This episode, I feel like, did it's like the antidote to last week's episode. And I'll tell you why once we get into nitty gritty. But if you're new to Heinously Uninformed, uh, we are recapping The Mandalorian Season 2. And uh, we are at Episode 6 of 8. There are only two episodes left. Oh and my so God. stuff is getting serious in this show. Getting very serious. And I'm honestly, I'm shocked that you don't, <laughs> you're not visibly more upset about, um, I guess, the drama, dramatic arc of this episode. You're more like upset about the content, I believe. I mean, did some serious stuff happen in this episode? Yes. But like... I don't know. I guess I think back to like our first season when we were recapping this finale of Game of Thrones. Maybe that show just like ended poorly. So we both <laughs> were like, this is dumb. But like, yeah, I don't know. I guess I just feel like this show, there, it just isn't fucking gripping just, me. Just say it, Caroline. <laughs> you think just, it sucks. Just say it's it. Not, it's not a good just show. Say it. I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> Okay. So last week you said something very provocative. Uh-huh. You do you remember what you said? You insulted our audience. Oh, yeah, I called people fucking nerds. Yes, I, you did. Yes, I did. And uh-huh. I was going to let I was going I was going to let that slide because mm-hmm. I did have a lot of issues with the episode. Uh-huh. But this episode, uh, I also have some issues, just mm-hmm. sort of like in this sort of structure and storytelling aspect of it, but mm-hmm. I'm proud to be a fucking nerd, okay? <laughs> That's the first F-bomb I've dropped on this ep- on the season. Oh my I'm god, s- wait. Am I the only sweary one? Jesus. Yeah, okay. you're the swear. You're, you got a sailor's... Is that what it's... A sailor's tongue? Is that what it's called? Yeah, truck driver mouth. Hi. You got a truck uh... driver. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, 
I'm I'm proud to embrace <laughs> the nerdum. I was okay. I'm going to sound like such a hypocrite, but the same issues I had with last week's episode are like the same reasons I kind of love this episode. What? Yeah. Should we get into it? You want to to jump in? Like, okay. I mean, this week, honestly, I feel like I could sum it up really quickly what happened, which is like, they're in space and then they land on a planet. Oh, they have to do a thing. And so he puts them on the thing. A battle happens. He gets kidnapped. And then things are bad. That's what happened in this episode. Thanks, everyone, for listening to Heinously Uninformed. We'll catch you next week when, again, there's no tension. (laughs) Quiet, Caroline. Okay. You know, I I disagree that it was. it's not as simple. I mean, sure, any plot can be distilled by the sequence of events that has happened. You're right. You're right. But there are some kernels of really good stuff that I've been yearning for from this Mm -hmm. season for a while. And let's get into it. The first scene. Oh, that's what I want. I want them to talk. I kind of like, I don't mind when there's no action. I'm a big fan of just two people sitting in the car and just bonding. And that's what they're doing. They're on a road trip. And they're they're practicing the the ball stuff. That's true. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, that was, that was cute. Uh, Felt a little, more, a little fillery, but. No, I'm kidding, angry Caroline. (laughs) It's more than cute and fillery. What it is, because we've seen Baby Yoda be cute. Mm -hmm. We've seen Mando um, sort of like try to help him and support him throughout. But something different happened this scene. Mando, Mando's really, you really see the conflict in him where he's like, all right. He's like trying to convince himself. All right, we got to take you to this Jedi. All right. Mm -hmm. And you can tell in his body language and and the intonation of his voice that he does not want to say goodbye to Grogu. Remember his name? Gazebo. I know. he, And he kept like cooing his name. He's like, Gazebo. Gazebo. His name is Grogu, Caroline. It's it's Gazebo. I'm going to call him Gogurt in a second. Okay. (laughs) No, you... But basically, you know, I mean, that was my issue with like the early episodes. We don't really know how Mando feels. I mean, we know he likes the kid because he's doing all this stuff. But this is like, I think we're getting close to them getting separated. And then after that scene, such a lovely, tender scene, it cuts to the title card, The Tragedy. Is that when the title card comes up? Right after that scene. Yeah. Okay. Is that right before the lead in with like the theme? Um, the yeah. intro. Wait, okay. Wait. There's, so there's the recap. There's the recap. There's a little scene, and then I guess there's a title card, and then I guess Boom. there's yeah. So the little scene the was the cute scene. You're like that felt fillery. I maybe I zoned out. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm sorry. I took notes. I have. What are you noting? I have <laughs> nothing happened in this episode. Baby all gaz- right, baby gazebo. No, my notes are very thin. Baby gazebo plays with ball. Night Vader is cooing his name. Makes him summon ball again. Tython is planet question mark. <laughs> that's that's. Well, I guess I was just. I don't know what I. I don't know. <laughs> okay. The other the thing that it reminded me of. You know those classic Western films like True Grit and The Searchers, like those, was it, John Wayne stuff? Yeah, yeah. I, I got a lot of like John Wayne vibes from that scene because he's like supposed to be this like tough, like bounty hunter, mm-hmm. but he has a heart of gold, right? Yeah. 
<laughs> you don't give a shit about the show. I mean, it's not that I don't give a shit. I just feel like, is this Star Wars? Like, is this <laughs> is this what people are like spending billions of dollars on? Is yes. this? This is Star Wars, okay, and we're proud. Okay. <laughs> Caroline, you've unleashed the nerd in me. I think it just, like, kind of confirms, though, because, like, I didn't, I mean, obviously, I didn't really watch or, like, tune into Star Wars stuff before. Huh, that seems season. like it would be important to enjoy a show. Right, but I guess I kind of feel like if this is the show, if this is Star Wars, then I'm like, cool, like, I didn't spend my time on something that I don't like like <laughs> that's totally fair and honestly yeah. I've I've had like mixed feelings about Mandalorian partially because um it, it sometimes is just spec spectacle for spectacle's sake which is mm-hmm. kind of not like what what to answer your question like is this Star Wars mm-hmm. um sometimes sometimes Star Wars is this which mm-hmm. is just spectacle and just some some enjoyable bits. But what made Star Wars really special were those first films, which really centered around characters and 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 relationships and, and a dramatic arc and just just storytelling on a on a really skillful level, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This episode, I feel like attempt some of that stuff, and it I think it dropped the ball on a few things. But okay. But you missed the title card, the tragedy. But the tragedy. My- Oops. <laughs> My my heart sank because I'm like, oh no, this is the episode. This is the episode where someone's yeah. gonna die. Something bad is gonna happen. Finally, maybe there will be an ounce of tension. exactly, exactly. Yeah. That's that's what I'm saying. This show needs consequences. When you like, when when every episode nothing happens and things go on, I feel like this episode really paid off with some consequence. So what happens after when they arrive on this? Pl- what did you call the planet? Is it Tython? It's Tython. Yeah. Okay. I thought um, I heard Python. I thought I, I thought no, you said Python. <laughs> I definitely I I wanted to, but I was like, don't force it. Okay. You know okay. what it's called. Even though I feel like I don't this episode for me, I was like, I don't know what's funny about this. I don't know how I'm gonna <laughs> I don't know. Some of my what? notes, we'll see. You it's know just- what's funny about this? It's the fact that I'm so like on board with this episode and you're not I'm just and like, this is like the start i think this is the furthest like the the gap right this is this is the biggest the gap has been between us yeah is this the breaking point for us i don't know because i feel like i don't want to call this because i i feel like i know a good bit about about star wars now i'm an expert i'm not an expert <laughs> but i want to call this now heinously unenthused because i'm just oh. so like oh <laughs> i like that Caroline. You know? i like that you're Heinously unenthused. Heinously unenthused, man. Wow. Fuck. Incredible. Yeah. But like you mentioned, we arrive on this planet because mm-hmm. the baby has to sit on a magic rock and and he's in and yeah, and Mando see you know, Mando reminds me of like that a uh, boomer dad who just shows up to like some cool hip youth like young place and is like, is this is this a Jedi thing? Is this how we Jedi? Is this the the Jedi that yeah right? <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. It's actually really funny because the appearance of the planet I thought was really cool. Kind of reminded me of Southern California, uh, <laughs> and I just thought it was weird because I thought it it looked like Griffith Park, and I was like, this is what yeah. it looks like for someone to be wearing a space suit in Griffith Park, <laughs> like a, the way a dad would. <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, also, the 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 cringe on the Facebook 
I shouldn't say this because I'm actively promoting <laughs> this on the Facebook. Oh. Post. But like people are, I, I do see people like legit dads wearing the armor around their Christmas tree. Stop! Oh, it's if it's in their if it's at home, do that. Especially I mean, during sometimes a pandemic. It's at home. Sometimes I mean, it's outside with their. But we're in a pandemic. Be home, y'all. Stay home. Yeah. Anyway, here, here. Uh, yeah. And so, uh, anyway. Baby Yoda's placed on this magic rock because mm-hmm. apparently it's gonna determine or it's gonna speak to Baby Yoda's true. I mean, Grogu, Grogu's true desire. And if he truly desires to regain energy, it's gonna reach out to the Force and contact a Jedi, right? Yeah. And it did. It like this blue thing happened. The classic blue beam into the sky. You see it in all the popular blockbuster films. Right. Um, but this is the second moment my heart dropped. And you probably wouldn't give a crap about this because you don't you're not familiar with what uh, flies in from the sky. Could no. you What was that? The hood man I wrote. <laughs> I don't know. The Hood Man. The Hood Man. Because I do remember from the end of the very first episode, I believe. Bingo. There was like Yeah, there was a guy where I was like, I don't know, kind of looks like a character from like Scorpion King or The yeah, Mummy. That's right. uh, and that's I, right. I stand by that, honestly. Okay. Uh, and you said Probs Boba Fett. Yeah. And I guess for me... Because I know nothing, I like think Boba Fett is the character. I think I'm thinking of the character from Tatooine that has like a slightly like uh, trunk nose that hangs down. He's like slightly blue. For some reason, I thought that was Boba Fett. I don't know who this character is, by the way. You're just gonna get me saying hey, he's got a trunk nose and he's <laughs> he was with Luke Skywalker at some. Point. I mean, you're right. He he was in the first episode. He he was the Scorpion King from the first episode, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. you do remember him from this show, which is good. But yeah, the the ship that he arrives in is, has been is one of those iconic ships from the Star Wars universe. You know, you have you know you're familiar with the Millennium Falcon, right? No, <laughs> Han Solo's ship, the famous Millennium. Falcon. It's they built a life size replica at Star Wars in both Anaheim and Florida at Disneyland. You're not familiar with it? Okay, well, nope. that ship is iconic. Okay. And sort of a few tiers below that is the Slave One, which is the ship you see arriving on this planet. And you see that ship, and me, who knows who flies that ship. Oh, yeah. Which is the guy over my shoulder, Boba Fett. There he is. Watching video. Uh-huh. <laughs> I got the poster. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, no, is this the tragedy? Is Boba Fett going to kill Grogu? Because Boba Fett does not like the Jedi. Right, and I guess Gazebo is technically a Jedi. He technically, yeah, he's a Jedi. So okay. I'm like, oh no, something Mando versus Boba Fett mm-hmm. because Boba Fett hates Jedi. But mm-hmm. uh, that actually leads to one of the issues I have with this episode, which is nice. there. Ah, uh, we'll get to it in a second. But okay, what did you think of Boba Fett's reveal? I mean, you saw his oh. face full in full glory. Yeah, full so Griffith Park glory. He approaches like wearing his hood and I was like, the hood man. And then the music swells and he takes off his hood and I'm like, doesn't help me. <laughs> no anticlimactic again. Yeah. Well, for me, I was like, goosebumps. Oh, <laughs> S- similar, similar, Similar to, you know how like Ahsoka Tano was revealed in last week's episode? Yes. 
and it's like played for this like really climactic buildup and like the music swells and you're like, oh my God, that's Ahsoka Tano. Yeah. Same thing here. It's, oh my God, it's Boba Fett. Not. But I think your reaction was the same was, as last week's, which I was. I was like, yeah, he's bald all the way. <laughs> as as I figured. All the way bald. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But he's here tracking down his armor, mm-hmm. which, and he uh, confirms that he is indeed Boba Fett. You know, I had this like weird theory that he might Sneaking just be a clone suspicion. or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, okay, yeah. but was was Boba Fett, I thought, maybe you said this, was he killed? I thought he was killed or assumed dead. Yeah, he was dead. killed. Okay, so or then he, he was assumed dead. Okay. And that happened... In the last? movies. Oh, in the movies. I was going to say, last season? Like, when did this happen? Okay. In, in the, the movies. movies. Okay. Which, speaking of, uh, he's joined by another character that we thought was dead. Um, in season one, we have... Um, so, Tamara Morrison plays Boba Fett, who I'm so glad we can see his face, because he's a great actor. He's a is great... It, is it the same guy that played Boba Fett in the movies? Or? In the movie, I think it was, a, like, a different actor in a, okay. in a suit, because you never saw his face. Okay. And so I think what they did is they added his voice like 20 years later when they cast him in the prequels. Oh. Yeah. So technically he wasn't in the original. I believe, I don't, I don't even think he, I think he was like 10 or 16. Like he was young when those, so he, it couldn't have been him. No. Um, okay. But he's a great actor and it's been, it's been really cool to see him without the mask. And then we're joined by um, a, a, new, a character that's new to you, but mm-hmm. uh we the fans from of the show know is Fennec, who's played by Ming Na Wen. Mm-hmm. Um, and last time we saw her was in season one, episode five, where she got shot in the stomach and was left for dead. Fuck. <laughs> Did we? Was she a, a good guy? In, because he seemed very suspicious of her, and technically of Boba Fett. True. At the beginning of this, so did we want her to die in the first um, season? We all we know from her in season one is that she was an assassin, and she uh, had a bounty on her head. Okay. And so Mando and this other character teamed up to acquire the bounty on her, um, but she was left for dead in the desert. And I like did I pulled up the episode because I didn't really remember that well, so mm-hmm. I scrubbed through it. And the la- the last shot of that episode was her dead on the bot on the ground. And then a mysterious, you see feet walking towards her body, and it cuts to black. And that's all we knew of that. So there was something mysterious okay. related to her character, but no one really knew who that was. Uh, is it Turns safe, out. Is it, so it's safe for us to assume that it's Boba Fett's. Boba Fett? I mean, Boba we Fett can, it's, it's 100% safe to assume because she's like, yeah, Boba Fett fixed me. And she like lifts up her shirt and she's got all these like mechanical parts in her stomach. Okay. Is that who she said fixed her? Okay. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> I, they did a lot of talking, and I was like, who's going to shoot first? And then none of them did. Uh, true. Just like so. another Western. It's a standoff. Yeah. And, but instead of her, she she's not pointing her gun at Mando. No. She's pointing her gun at Grogu. Mm-hmm. Were at you who, at all at like who? concerned about Grogu at this point? Who's she pointing her gun at? Gazebo. Grogu, Caroline. Grogu. Uh, I knew that they, I knew that she wasn't going to shoot him. I knew that something was going to happen so that, <laughs> like, I just, because I know the show, I was like, yeah. nothing bad is going to happen to this fucking yogurt baby. Yeah. So. <laughs> Sorry. Jesus Christ, Caroline. I hear you. 
but I disagree with you firmly. Okay. <laughs> because, uh, yeah, she's a cutthroat assassin. Boba okay. Fett considered the world's or galaxy's most fierce, dangerous Boba Fett in the Star Wars movie. So I'm like, oh, they could legit kill him. Here's where I start to have issue with it. Mm-hmm. Is that Boba Fett's just like, give me my armor back and I'll 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 make sure the baby's safe or Grogu's safe. And I'm like, but you're a, that seems you too hate, easy. You hate Jedi's plural. I don't know. Uh, I think so. I'm pretty and, sure he hates Jedi. Yeah. So I thought it was weird that he was just like, at first it was just like, you know, just give me the armor and I won't kill you guys. And I'm like, that's weird because Boba Fett gets what he wants at no by like any means necessary. He's, I mean, maybe he's he, evil, may, but like. Word travels fast in the universe. So maybe like he's like heard about their or I guess maybe he saw Mando and Baby Gazebo in the first episode because he watched them. That's true. So maybe he saw and he was like, you know what? They're friends. They're just doing good things in the universe. <laughs> I just want the armor. You guys could fuck off after that. So maybe he's I like, like this accent you've given Boba Fett. Thanks. Yeah. Like I think he realized that they're like not a threat to him. So he's like, I just want the armor, and then you guys can fuck off. Like that's it. That's and fair. It, if it wasn't for those those rotten stormtroopers, then you know he could have gotten <laughs> what he wanted. Instead, now he has a fucking promise to keep. So, but she even says like he's worth like. A hundred of those armors. I'm like, then why don't you just take the baby? Yeah, it's because like the baby. Boba yeah. Fett's a bounty hunter. I don't know. I don't know. I was like, okay, it's clearly there. It's I can tell from the creators of the show are trying to create this team up without really putting in the effort of like making right. that justify. And yeah. it's like, fine, I'll buy it. Let's just get to the cool stuff. Which Caroline, some cool stuff freaking happened, dude. You. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make fun of me. You, no, <laughs> I'm not. You I'm, dare. I'm not making fun of you. I was just like, I bet there's gonna be a battle. And you know what this whole episode was? Was of a course it's gonna be a battle. A battle, but it was just like, I'm gonna shoot my gun at you, and you're gonna shoot your gun at me, and then they like fight in the boulders, and then people die, and then obviously there's like three people versus like a gajillion stormtroopers, and somehow, like. I guess because they're wearing best. Well, at first it's only two people because Mando's trying to get the baby. That's true. Only two people at first. Mm -hmm. But two really cool people. So strong, so capable. (laughs) I guess. I don't I don't hear the earnestness in your voice, but I should mention at this point. Did I did I tell you who directed this episode? No. It's directed by Robert Rodriguez. Are you familiar with this director? No. He's uh, sort of like um, uh, one of those beloved directors known for directing like action films like El Mariachi, Desperado, but he's also worked with Quentin Tarantino with the Grindhouse films. Okay. He's an action guy. He's a big action guy. He, oh, he also did the Spy Kids movies. Really? Yeah. Okay. So Robert Rodriguez, really awesome independent filmmaker. His, heavy, the story of Robert hitter. Rodriguez is cool. What's okay. that? I said heavy hitter. Heavy hitter, yeah. Heavy and he, hitter. He's, he's like a... He's like one of those uh he he he's a kid at heart. You know, he loves making mm-hmm. these action films. So, I think you can really see his sort of influence in this action yeah. sequence. Did you not you didn't think it was cool? <laughs> I guess I was just like waiting. I mean, not that I saw the title card The Tragedy. I was like waiting. I was like something bad is eventually going to happen. 
and this is all just like I guess the build up to it but because I don't care about Boba Fett I don't care about Fennec I hardly care about Night Vader (laughs) there's like all these things where I'm just like I guess like if something I, I guess I figured I was like Baby Yoda has the force field Nothing can breach it until something bad happens. I knew that Mm -hmm. that force field, it either wasn't going to consistently exist to protect him or that there was going to be something to breach it. And I was like, it's just a matter of time. All of this stuff that's happening on the side with the stormtroopers doesn't fucking matter because the (laughs) stormtroopers, I knew, I was like, the stormtroopers aren't going to be the one to get to him. So this is just, to me, uh, fluff. Well, uh, un- until something bad happens to baby gazebos. <laughs> I, I completely agree with you. It is fluff, but fans would say, would describe it as fan service because yes. what people don't, the, the weird thing is Boba Fett's like this beloved character, but you never really see him do anything cool in the Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. You never see him really shoot his gun. You never really see him do some action. He's just kind of like a cool, mysterious figure, okay. but he's, they's created this like mystique behind him. And people love him because of like the comic books, the cartoon shows, all these like interrelated media, but nothing founded in the movies. Okay. So it felt like this episode or this specific action sequence was really like, you guys love Boba Fett? All right, let's show you what is. Boba Fett can really do. And yeah. so I think it was definitely just like, I know you didn't really see him do too much action in the in the movies, but here we're going to prove to you why he's a badass. And mm-hmm. they did it. And if you care about Boba Fett, it's cool. If you don't, then it's just kind of a waste like, of time. Wow, it's just you just uh. it's it's literally the the TV version of someone playing with action figures. That's how it felt. Like I was like, are is like even Fennec? I was like, is she gonna get shot anywhere that's gonna hurt her? No. Like, <laughs> I thought she was gonna die to be honest, but she was also doing some cool stuff. See, that's she was, like thing. jumping off cliffs. Pew pew. Yeah, no, she did this like dumb jump and then like pew pew and then landed and rolled. And I was like, I literally wrote that down. I was like, oh, that's so cool. I I literally saw that and I rolled my eyes. <laughs> and then, well, I mean, what do you think about Boba Fett kicking ass with his staff, like this weirdly shaped staff? Dude, the fucking oh, the intro shot of it where it's like he's like standing and it's up? yeah, and it's like that's so Robert Rodriguez, by the way. Really? Okay, maybe I yeah. don't like him as a director. I don't know. <laughs> That shot He's very up. much like, cool, like, let's make this as cool as possible. And I was like, it looked like some kind of weird, like, Ikea oh my. curtain rod. <laughs> Boba Fett wields the grunkat. Is right? that what it's called? I have no idea. I just oh, made up an Ikea name. I was going to say, that sounds like something from <laughs> Ikea. Okay, perfect. Great. Uh, it literally looked like a, a weird curtain rod. And yeah. it, I guess, like it didn't, it didn't glow, it didn't glimmer, it didn't even look particularly sharp. Uh, yeah. I couldn't tell if it was like the weapon that was special or the way that he was wielding it. I was like, That's maybe the, the power is is in the hands of the who holds it. I don't know. That's that's why it worked. This little bit worked for me is because one, Tamara Morrison is really selling it. He's just got like a gruff grizzled physicality to him if you've seen his like previous films he's a very physical like imposing figure in the in his other like movies where he's played like the mori warrior tribe and stuff anyways you see this piece of wood and you're like 
in the hands of anyone, it's not gonna. It looks like wood, in it's, my opinion. I was gonna, looks, okay, I was gonna say, is it wood? Okay, I'm fine I don't now. know. It, I I agree with you. It looks okay. like a piece of wood, and yeah. I'm like, how's this gonna fight off a battalion of stormtroopers? Yeah. But then you see that shot, and it goes to Boba Fett's eyes. He's like, because it's me, Boba Fett, and he just like kicks ass with a piece of wood. I'm like, wow, all right, he can do anything. I guess I don't know. <laughs> it's just like I I felt like. Yeah, I just, I guess, yeah, it just felt like very fan servicey, and because I'm not a fan, like I just, <laughs> it just like I was just like, okay, like when is something bad gonna happen? Because I knew yeah. it wasn't gonna happen while he was holding the thing. Yeah, it's so funny that you know something's bad gonna happen, even though you didn't see the title card, the tragedy. Because I also yeah. had that planted in my head, just like, okay, when is Baby Yoda gonna get killed, or when is when is Fennec gonna die? I'm like, something bad's gonna happen. But yeah. the moment where I thought Fennec was gonna die, she actually she pushed a boulder. <laughs> like these stormtroopers are so dumb that they don't move out. Of the I know. Way. I was literally as he was like shooting the boulder as it approached. I was like, why don't you just literally move two feet to the Me fucking too. side, I'm like, you idiot? Uh, that was stupid. <laughs> why yeah. don't you move? But then I also was kind of like. If I was that stormtrooper, would I try to shoot to explode it too? Would you? Probably. I'd probably be like, this is powerful. This kills people. It could kill rock. And then uh, and then I would die too. The end. Well, the, <laughs> so. the, the weird thing is they were shooting at that rock for 10 minutes. And then they right. think it's going to explode when it comes around. Like I guess that's true. I'm not like that stormtrooper at all. I'd give up way earlier than that. Come on. Give yourself some credit, Carol. You're not as stupid as stormtrooper. Fucking Let's call them stupid troopers. Stupor, stupid troopers. Stupor, <laughs> stupers. Stupers. They're stupers for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this action sequence is broken up into two pieces. The 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 first piece is where uh, Boba Fett and Fennec sort of defend off the first ship and then the arrival of a second ship, which prompts mm-hmm. Mando, who's finally waking up from getting blasted by this force field, is like, all right, stay put, Grogu. I'm going to go help the these guys that want my armor. Yeah. Or want your their armor back. It's funny because that second ship arrived and I was like, who's that? Even though. <laughs> it's the same it's ship, the Carol, same and it parks ship. next to an identical version. I know. <laughs> I don't who know. Who could this be? Is that, who is that? I don't it's know. like the equivalent is like a taxi pulling up in your house. You're like, huh, a taxi. I and then another car comes there. and you're like, huh, what's that? I don't know what that is either. Yeah. Well. It's not the only time in this episode that I mistake a ship, which I later in the episode. Fair. And Fair. The, yeah, we'll, we'll see it so, happen again. So I, I was I was bummed that uh, they had that little in, intersection or that in, that interstitial where Mando's like telling Grogu, "I'm gonna I'll, I'm gonna go help. I'll be right back." Yeah, because that kind of deflates the dramatic tension of Fennec sort of being gunned down by all these stormtroopers, you're like, oh no, it's her last stand. She's about to die. But because we just saw that scene where Mando's like, I'll be right back, you know he's going to have this heroic arrival at the last minute, right. which he does, Yeah. which sucks the drama-, drama out of it because we knew he was coming. But yeah. again, it was pretty cool, right? <laughs> I mean- I thought it was cool. <laughs> he's just standing on a rock. He's shooting his blaster and he's got his wrist bomb going oh, right. all right, this the was the wrist bomb part. I was like, I wrote down something, but I don't. Oh, battle ensues. <laughs> a third ship appears with more stormtroopers. There was never yes. a third ship. Oh, I guess a, a third ship? I guess a third ship because there was the first ship that had Boba Fett and Fennec. Oh, and then yeah. the stormtroopers. And then. 
That's, Another that's one. interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Boba Fett's ship is. Do you know what the name of Boba Fett's ship? Did I say it already? It's a weird name. I don't you, know why it's called this. You you did say it. Is it the Slave One? Yeah, it's a Slave One. I don't know why it's called that. I don't like that. I'm sure there's like a reach, a rich, deep history to why it's called that, but who knows? Probably something um, from the 70s when that was <laughs> fine. Okay. Uh, so Mando saves the day, and then it looks like Mando and Fennec are about to die, but then, ooh, mamma mia. Ooh, <laughs> mwah, mwah, mamma mia. Boba Fett's back, baby, in his armor. Woo! I'm dancing. I'm spinning in my chair. Holy moly, he's got armor. He does. It fits him so poorly. And I feel like you mentioned in the first episode, you're like, you know, Boba Fett looks weird in his armor. And then as soon as I saw him mm-hmm. in the armor, I was like, yeah, that looks fucking weird. <laughs> you weren't lying. But, hey, hey, he, it's been about like maybe 20, 30 years since... Since he last wore it, maybe he's got that, you know, Tatooine f- 50 pound, you know, when you yeah. go to Tatooine, you gain a, a little bit of weight when you, you know? create dragons and stuff for breakfast, lunch, dinner. But you're right. He's got a he's got a bit of a dad bod, but I'm here. Mm-hmm. I stand behind mm-hmm. Boba Fett dad bod because it doesn't matter what physical shape he's in because no. he's still Boba Fett. He and is. with the armor, he's got like. Missiles out of every single part. He's got missiles in his yeah. kneecap. He's got missiles on his back. He's got missiles on his arms. He's got like sh- blasters everywhere. Mm-hmm. And this is another, this is the second point. It's pure p- fan service. It's mm-hmm. 100% fan service. But if you're a fan, ooh, you mommy. Love, you love the service. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to tip t- 40% for this fan service. Whoa. I highly appreciate it. What do you, what were your thoughts on on Boba Fett finally adorning his armor? I literally was like, Albert's gonna freak out. <laughs> like You're I knew, right, Caroline, I'm gonna freak out. I knew, like probably the majority of this episode. Like I was watching it, and I was like, God, so okay. And then in my head, I was like, I bet Albert loves it. Albert must love this. <laughs> when I know, I sent you a text message right after I, yeah. I watched it. And I texted you, ooh, boy. And you responded, I have a lot to say. I do. <laughs> and I have been saying a lot. Um, yeah. Uh, to me, it, this is a great, great fan episode. If you love fan shit, if you don't give a fuck, you're just like, when is the bad thing going to happen? Because there's a lot going on to make it yeah. seem like something is going to, everything's going to be fine. Uh which then I guess brings us to mm-hmm. somehow. Hold on. <laughs> the, so the, the the stormtroopers quake in right. fear. They start they run leaving. Away. And are they yeah. leaving because Boba Fett is killing all of them, or are they leaving because they feel in the ether? No, no, they're they're leaving because they're afraid of Boba Fett. Oh, okay. They're leaving Got because it. Boba Fett is that like oh my god this guy he gonna kill us all so we need to leave okay and they think they can just run away but boba fett has other ideas right so puts on his targeting system right and then they blows up the ship well he blows up one and then does that make the other one explode and the other one crashes into it okay and then i guess Night Vader, yeah, Night Vader is like, great job, dude. And he was like, I was aiming for the other one. And I, he, whatever. <laughs> oh, did he say that? Yeah, he literally I said. I missed that. I was like crying at this oh, point. Oh, no, yeah. He said, I aim for the other one. 
Oh, that's funny. Which is kind of funny. <laughs> that's like, a really funny bit. Yeah. Oh, man. I was just clapping and I was now, standing. Go back and rewatch sure. it. It's like a great moment. <laughs> but that moment is uh, completely upended by a, 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 some random blast from the sky that yeah. lands directly on the newly repaired Razor Crest. And it's destroyed. It's completely destroyed. This is the other ship that I did not. Like, it's Mando's ship. Yeah. That's the ship you've seen all season long. It exploded, <laughs> and I was like, oh, damn, Boba, Boba Fett's ship just got blown up. <laughs> and then and then it wasn't. <laughs> then I was like, oh, wait. Actually, I think that that might be the Razor Crest. That might be. Yeah, that's Mando's ship. Yeah. Um, but it's destroyed. It's, like, legit no, destroyed. No, it's, like, literally ash. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, there's there's no amount of repairs you can do on this one. This this right. bad boy's done. Finally, and, some yeah. real consequences. This is right. what I'm digging. Finally, like, a consequence. Finally. But I also was like, this isn't the bad thing that I was waiting for. I knew well, because- There's still bad things to especially, follow. Especially, right. So, I mean, throughout the battle, which we did not mention, uh, Night Vader had gone up and twice tried to break through the blue yep. force field and got shot back. And then for mm-hmm. some reason- after the second time, almost immediately, Baby Yoda, like, <laughs> That's put, so funny. Puts it down. I literally thought to my head, oh, Caroline's going to have something to say about this. <laughs> I was like, oh, convenient. <laughs> I Again. Knew That's, I, was, I was like, in my head, Caroline's saying, how convenient. Oh, convenient. As, as, soon, as soon as Night Vader <laughs> walks away, convenient. Fucking Baby Gazebo just... Puts puts it down, puts it away, lets it. Well, I have a question it. for you. Why do you think the force field went down? Do you think his like his uh, FaceTime message went? Did it? Do you think it arrived at somewhere? Do you think someone got the message? So he either got tired, or mm. or I think I personally think that he got tired. Uh, okay. Even though we have this big old ship that comes in and <laughs> kidnaps him. Uh, <laughs> I think he was putting it out and then I don't know if he was waiting to get like a message back or yeah. or how it works if it's a one-way signal or a two-way signal. Um but I think he got tired and yeah. and whatever was going to happen was going to happen. Uh but perhaps you think that Oh, I I'll get to my theory at the end of the episode because I have okay. a very elaborate theory. Yeah. <laughs> but um and I it, it's not like a theory founded in like extracurricular lore it's literally the pieces that have been laid out in this season of the show so okay. far i think it's very clear where this is heading but got it um the razor crest is destroyed mm-hmm. and now we have an onslaught of real consequences yes. moff gideon played by uh breaking bad's uh, giancarlo esposito is just like send the dark troopers which this i hate i hate the dark troopers i think it's stupid <laughs> i don't like robots that was the thing i was like robots like it felt very Avengers Age of Ultron. I just don't like this like trend of like here's a characterless menacing army of robots. Right. Cuz I guess I like I feel like even stormtroopers even like throwing it back like C3PO like their characters exactly they, have identities they have a personality i feel like even clones like i guess it kind of just felt like a a clone but like an all robotic clone yeah and they you know can't talk I mean? they right can't they can't talk they only follow orders it just felt like really like convenient like 
if this yeah. is something that exists in the universe, why is it not? It, unless it's like a weird thing, like humanity wise, where they're like, oh, like robots, like we don't do that because it's bad to have something do your bidding. That's like that. Yeah. It's like I, a, I, like a war yeah. crime or something, right? Bingo. Uh, I think that's what it is. I think it's yeah. a Disney Disneyfication of it because what yeah. happened in season one is that these two clone troopers kidnapped Baby Yoda, mm-hmm. Grogu, and um, there's like it's played for laughs. It's a little lighthearted. Okay. But you can tell that there are humans underneath the stormtroopers. Okay. And so I think people were like. I think creatively, they're like, we can't have someone kidnapping a baby that's a human. We got to have like some sort of something that's like very clearly Dark, black and white, evil, evil, like cute, like lacks humanity. So you can really like not feel any sort of conflict. Like we don't want our kidnappers to be like, oh, it's a baby. We want them to be like just unfeeling robots. Which but is, I, I feel think, like I feel like stormtroopers already exist in that space. Like stormtroopers just follow orders. I agree. Even I though, agree. even though, like, even if they're clones, even if they're not, I feel like they are a personified whatever. So I feel like, I agree. yeah, the existence of these, what do you call them? What are they called? Dark troopers. Dark they're, troopers? Dumb. Their origin is from like a 1997 PC game, by the way. I've never seen them before. Okay, good. Yep. All right, we got to keep moving because anyway, yes. <laughs> we're running out of time. We but are. essentially, these dark troopers, they are like beefed up versions of Mando. Like they they can jetpack, they can fly, they're armored. They have but red we didn't see eyes. <laughs> they sure do. I don't know why. But they kidnap a vulnerable Grogu. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing to be done. I mean, that's not true because um, Fennec is like, uh, go to your ship, Boba. And Boba gets in the slave one and starts chasing him down. And um, he sees what... We've all known, which is that, why are you smiling? <laughs> what, what are you, what are because, you smirking about? Because, uh, I mean, this is like maybe explanation for next episode because we're running low on time. Uh, she, they say something like, it's uh, the Empire, but that's crazy because this planet is under the jurisdiction of the New Republic. And then I was <laughs> like, is the Old Republic, what's the Old, if there's a new, there must be an old. And if uh-huh. there's an old, did the Empire interrupt the old Republic? Uh, and then is the Empire bad or was the old Republic not great? And then I don't know. I just don't know the timeline of lore. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I can explain it to you very briefly. You okay. know how we had a democracy here in America? Yes. And then Trump was elected and it became this like tyrannical wildfire? Yes. That's what the empire is. It was the old republic. Then someone took power, the okay. Sith, mm-hmm. and it became the empire. So a lot of people's rights and privileges were slowly chipped away until you end up with a totalitarian Nazi regime, essentially. Ah, great. Okay. <laughs> so that's to answer your question. Okay. But. So then the new republic is Antifa. <laughs> it sure is. Cool. <laughs> that's a bright idea, Carol. Yeah, great. <laughs> Anyways, uh, uh, the slave one, Boba Fett's in position to take down the dark troopers, but yeah. Mando's like, please don't, don't do it. And he he yields. But it was also weird because Boba Fett's just like, oh, the Empire is alive. That's surprising. But he's been on tattooing this whole time where like, you've seen remnants of the Empire everywhere. Right, I don't, yeah. I don't get why he was, that was like played as a bit of like surprise. I but don't know. Baby Yoda, Grogu is essentially taken away and Mando is confronted with the the ashes of his ship mm-hmm. where he finds not only the, his staff his beskar steel staff but he finds the ball, the ball. which has been a, 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 an icon 
of their relationship, their character, their growth. Nothing. Did your Grinch heart not grow three times in size? Dude, he's standing in the ash and I was like, I bet he's, what's going to happen? Is he going to find the ball? And then he reaches in and he pulls out the ball. And I was like, I hate you. I hate you, Caroline. I hate you. I hate you so much. (laughs) You know what's really funny, Caroline? (laughs) You know how detached and like unfeeling you are about this episode? Yeah. The, the, I, I was like sort of checking the Twitter hashtag. I was checking the Facebook groups. Yeah. People are depressed as hell what? people are so so overwhelmed with sadness they are so upset not in a like critical way no. in a very like deeply personally impacted way i mean i guess for me like the trend of the show has been there's no consequences in terms of like nothing bad is gonna happen to gazebo they're gonna go they're gonna kill moff gideon the ship's gonna explode and then he's going to be delivered to some Jedi. Like, that's, I'm, guys, if you're depressed and sad and scared, don't be. Let me tell you <laughs> that everything is going to be fucking fine. Okay. There's no, I don't think so. I have a theory, but we'll, we'll get to that. But essentially, okay. um, this is the part that like really bugged me. It's like, Boba Fett's like, we're indebted to you. You gave me back my armor, and now mm-hmm. I have to hold up my end of the deal. I'm like, that wasn't the freaking whatever. Was that the whatever. deal? I don't know. Whatever. We'll get through. It, yeah. it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. At all. Yeah. But cool. I kind of like the team up. Sure. The, the circumstances that led to it don't make sense, to be honest. Yeah. Boba Fett's a bounty hunter. He just wanted his armor back. He got it. Right. Have Move no on. idea. Fennec. Whatever. The assass- this assassin was left for dead by Mando. It makes no sense why they're teaming up. They should hate Mando for right. all Right. Like, I feel like he's done a lot of bad shit. And they're like, you know what? You're okay, kid. And I'm like, no, yeah, he's not. Exactly. It's fine. Whatever. Um, they head back to um, I forgot what the planet was, but it's where Cara Dune is. And you remember that badge we got, or he, she received? Cara Dune is played by Gina Carano. Yes. Who's, uh, um. Yeah. We don't. We don't like Gina. Anyways, I, yeah. it's revealed that 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 thing is a badge. She's a deputy marshal, or, or right? Some sort. Yeah. So she's she was employed. Like, like I said, like you expected. Like yeah. I said. So, and I think you'll get a chuckle out of this. What? The reason she's he's over there is because he needs to enlist the help of a prisoner. Right. Um, do you know who that prisoner was? The actor. Do you see his face? The actor looked familiar. Is it? Um, he's always in. Oh God. Like it's this- Bill Burr, baby. Oh, <laughs> Bill Burr's coming back. What? Well, who's Bill? What? 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 Who else was he? Was he someone else? I think I broke you. <laughs> He was in this. He was in. He was in one of the really cool episodes of season one where Mando had to help him and his ragtap group of like scoundrels and villains break out another villain out of a prison. Oh! And so uh, Bill Burr played this character named played Mayfield. And so Mando, who's like turning a new le- a page in his life because he's got Grogu, uh-huh. is having to do like evil things with this group of mercenaries who are doing evil things to break out another evil villain. Okay. But in that episode, Mando betrays them. And, and turns the tables and gets the whole crew imprisoned, including Mayfield, played by Bill Burr. Okay. Yeah. That was a pretty good explanation. That was myself. great. Yeah. So, but Bill Burr probably doesn't want to see Night Vader. Absolutely not. Right. No. He's, so he's, he's like, in prison for what sounds like 50 years because of Night Vader. Right. So he's going to bust him out and he's going to be like, cool, thanks for doing that. Fuck you. Goodbye. Like, Here's the thing. They've set up all these pieces, but they haven't earned the team up. Cara yeah. Dune, like she said, 
I'm a part of the New Republic. I can't break the rules. Mm-hmm. Boba Fett hates Jedi's, but he's somehow teaming up. Fennec was left for dead by Mando. Mm-hmm. And now he's going to enlist the help of Mayfield, who is in prison because of Mando. And mm-hmm. they're all going to team up for this uh, saving of Baby Yoda. I don't buy it. But I'm here to watch it because it's cool <laughs> to look at. <laughs> we'll see what happens, I guess. Yeah. So how does this episode end, Caroline? Uh, we are on... The big, the big ship, whatever it's called. I don't know what it's called. It's the, fine. The Moff Gideon ship. <laughs> it's the big ship, evil ship. The Moff yeah. Gideon. Uh, and yeah. uh, Baby Yoda the is- The Moffobile. The Moff- Yes. Uh, Baby Yoda is like pretty much torturing stormtroopers. He's like choking them, <laughs> smashing them into each other. Mm-hmm. Kind of just honestly wasting his energy because unless the stormtroopers- I feel like the stormtroopers were just there to like watch over him. And he's like, I'm going to torture you and kill you. Moff Gideon comes in. Tom- Wait, real quick. I have a question for you. What's up? I was confused that he could do his force abilities without Mando teasing a ball. Like, yeah. I thought there was like a big jump of abilities there that I'm like, okay, again. I don't know. He just has the ability to do the it, force. Now. Right. Like Whatever. if it was like a fight or flight thing or if him sitting oh, yeah. sitting on the rock kind of made him want to Ooh, try wow. You sound like me, Caroline. You're justifying the show using... <laughs> I hate imaginary that. lore. I love it. I I've, hate it. I've turned you over. <laughs> we I flip sides. hate it. Okay. Uh, whatever. So, that was a trap and you fell for it. <laughs> it's a trap. I hate it. Uh, you, don't, you don't get it. <laughs> no, I mean, I know it is a meme, but I also thought it was. From, okay, okay. I thought it was from Star Trek. It's not. Oh, yikes. Uh, anyway, Sorry, I interrupted you. No, it's okay. Uh, Moff Gideon is taunting baby gazebo. Uh, I don't remember what he says, but then he's like, put him in cuffs. And then he, he's like, you're sleepy. You're oh, so sleepy you're really because you used your abilities. Right. Mm-hmm. And then but before he put him in cuffs, he pulled out something. I... Are you serious, Caroline? <laughs> he showed Grogu something. Some would say a sword. Some would call it a Oh, blade. right. It's like white and glowy. <laughs> and he's like, you can't touch this. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> that is the dark saber. And I can talk about what that means for the show and what the lore is for literally three hours. Uh-huh. Suffice to say, remember Bo-Katan? Yes. That's what she wants. Oh, she wants that. okay. And the reason she wants that is because it, whoever holds that is technically the leader of a planet called Mandalore, which is where the Mandalorians are from. Yes, okay. And so she wants to reclaim her own planet, but she needs that sword to sort of like garner everyone's support. Okay, it's called the Darksaber? It's a dark saber, baby. Okay, and is the dark saber like a Beskar lightsaber? It's a, it's, it's. I don't know the specifics of the origin. I'll okay. be honest, but it is powerful. It's a powerful weapon, like a lightsaber. Okay, uh, so yeah. yeah, so Moff Gideon is taunting him with it. Gazebo tries to touch it. I don't know why you would do that. It looks dangerous. <laughs> he wants it. <laughs> I'm a baby. I'm gonna grab poison. Um, yeah. So then he puts him in handcuffs and knocks him out. And then I think that's it. I think yeah. that's, that's where it ends we with end. a baby in handcuffs. Yeah. What a startling image. What a right? horrible thing. Yeah. It's, and I don't want to dampen the mood, but I'm going to dampen the mood Do because I got to acknowledge my true reaction. I'm serious. It's going to be a d- bit of a Debbie Downer. But when I saw Grogu in handcuffs, I'm like, I couldn't get rid of the images of like children in cages. That was ice, my thought too. I was like, wow. Ice f- detention facilities. Yep. This is like, I was like, 
awful, obviously. Yeah. But I was also yeah. like, oh, like also America at the southern border. Cool. So that's it. That's the end of season two, yeah. episode six, chapter 14, The Tragedy. That's it, guys. <laughs> that's all, folks. Yeah, baby, baby Gazebo was kidnapped. And he's in peril, but we know. Don't, don't worry, guys. I'm just gonna say it. Just don't worry. Like he's gonna. Be I fine. think they should worry. I do think they should worry. Here's what's gonna happen. They're gonna Caroline. be two whole ready? seasons about this baby, and they're gonna kill it. They won't. Tell Are you me. ready? Tell me. Are you ready, Carolyn? Here's what's gonna happen. Tell me. I'm, I'm I'm Babe Ruth calling my home run. Okay. All right. I'm pointing into the out, outfield. Okay. Here's what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Mando, Boba Fett, Fennec, Cara Dune, and Mayfield, and the prisoners. Mm-hmm. In the next episode, we're going to attempt to break out Baby Yoda. Uh-huh. And then Bo-Katan, in the final episode, mm-hmm. with the support of Ahsoka Tano, uh-huh. is going to come and help. And they're going to try to break out the Baby Yoda. Mando is going to fight one-on-one with Gideon. Gideon's going to die. But then Baby Yoda is still captured because of Thrawn, which is Ahsoka Tano. What she said in the last episode. She was like, I'm looking for Thrawn. I'm looking for Thrawn. You remember that? Is that, a, last, is that last week. Is that a person? He's a bad guy. Okay. We haven't seen him in the show, but he has a lot of history. Okay. That's how it's going to end. I think Baby Yoda is not going to be safe by the end of the season. You think that- I think he's going to steal- I gonna... think he's still going to be in custody. So you think that season three opener is going to be, we got to save the baby. You think that that's- I think so. I think season three is going to be, we got to save the baby. <laughs> so Caroline, what do you think of my theory? Do you, do you believe there's going to be this, it's going to be this massive team up with all these characters that we've seen in the season? Moff Gideon's going to die. Baby Huda still going to be in capture. And we're going to see Thrawn the last moment. I do think that all of these plot points that you've laid out, it's very likely that that's going to happen. Uh, are they going to have a cliffhanger? I mean, was there a cliffhanger at the end of the first season? Yeah. It was Moff Gideon, who we thought was dead, uh-huh. emerging from his crashed TIE fighter with the Darksaber, the Black weapon he's okay. wielding in this season so they 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 love a, a cliffhanger between seasons there's oh, ev- they love a cliffhanger there's every opportunity that has this already been renewed for a third season are they already making it of, of course it's the only successful star wars like like show is it? Piece I don't of media know. okay in disney's library <laughs> it's the only it's literally the lifeline of star wars right now okay. it's a dark time to be a star wars fan except for the mandalorian got it okay so yeah i mean i guess if you're saying like oh they're gonna they're gonna leave it as a cliffhanger with with baby gazebo in peril. Like, okay, but also, guys, don't worry. Ne- season three, they're gonna save him. Don't worry, okay? The baby's fine. He's a baby. He'll be fine, okay? Jeez. He's 50 years old, Caroline. Anything can happen. It's true. Uh, anything can happen. And anything good can happen, and it will be good. He'll be fine. You yeah. guys, don't worry. He'll be okay. See, I would describe the titular tragedy as Grogu being captured. I think your tragedy is that you have to watch the show two more times before it ends. It's fine. I like, <laughs> I just like, I have so many friends that love Star Wars and love yeah. the show. And I just love being like, oh, I watch it and I hate it. <laughs> like, yeah, when like you promote it. your, when we put out these promos for our show, you're, the equivalent of what you're doing is slapping Star Wars fans in the face. I mean, I but but with love. With love, that's and true. That's true. And that's you know, very true. I'm watching it with y'all. I'm just not, you know, loving it up the way that you guys do. <laughs> that's very true. Well, that brings us to the end of chapter 14, the tragedy. Mm-hmm. Caroline, is there anything you'd like to plug or promote? Uh, 
I mean, once again, my Etsy got some cute little Christmas ornaments, got some cute masks, uh, working on some sewn folios. I don't have one near me, but they're cute. I should have some up soon. Uh, so that's Curio by Caroline on Etsy. You can follow me on Instagram at Caroline Danger. I'm on Twitter. Uh, Caroline is rad. We have uh, Instagram for the show heinously uninformed mm-hmm. we have a twitter for the show heinously you albert what do you have to plug um so that i bought a mask from your etsy and yeah. i wore it Thanks. for an abc7 interview yeah. i'm gonna be on tv with caroline's mask so stay tuned for that follow us on all the socials you can follow me at albie player one on twitter instagram youtube Oh, speaking of YouTube, I have a Jumanji video coming out soon. And in preparation for that, I'm live streaming every Tuesday from 5 to 7. Maybe longer if people show up. But um, come come check out, check us out. Have some fun. Yeah. And, oh, that reminds me. If you enjoy the show, we only have two episodes left. Oh, yeah. Please share with your friends. Share with your family. Mm-hmm. Give us a five-star rating. Mm-hmm. If you enjoy hearing us sometimes double d- downing and hating the show or – having a heated confrontation between Caroline and I where I freaking love it and Caroline's like just peeing all over it. Heinously unenthused. Hey, Mochi doesn't pee on everything. I'm just saying, in the beginning of this show, Mando is talking to Grogu, Mm -hmm. similar to how I've heard you summon Mochi. I literally had in my notes. He's like, Grogu, Grogu, I had in my notes that- And I couldn't help but hearing Caroline saying, Mochi. Mochi. Well, it was even when, uh, I mean, we're trying to end the show. It was even when he was like, <laughs> when he was like in his blue light and he was yeah. like, okay, I don't know what you're doing, but I'm going to be back. I'm going to be back. I'll be back in five minutes. The way that I talked to which one, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to give you dinner in five minutes when it's eight o'clock, five <laughs> minutes, five minutes. Not right now. Yeah. Anyway. Yes. I love so my cat. Late. I do. Hardly, but I do. Yes. <laughs> Well, thanks so much for listening. We've been heinously uninformed in a galaxy far, far away. Stay tuned for the end of The Mandalorian. Only two episodes left. Yeah. All right. Goodbye, everyone. Take care. Bye, guys.